You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The Imagine Theater's first ever video game night takes place on November 16th at the Imagine Theater in Royal Oak. Hosted by Activate's own Bailey Ray, you can play against friends and enemies in the newest sports games on the hottest systems. Get your hands on the latest in virtual reality or enjoy retro living rooms with the systems to match. Drinking food specials including an all-you-can-eat taco and nacho bar as well as door prizes and giveaways all night. Space is limited, so go to ActivateGaming.com Imagine to reserve your spot today. That's A-C-T-I-V, the number 8, Gaming.com Imagine. You're listening to The Nooner Show with Jackie and Denise. Tell me you love me. I need a good laugh. I'm holy water. You need a good bath. Whiskey and perfume. You had a nightcap. Now how about that? I've got a new friend. A perfect stranger. He's got a bullet with your name in the chamber. A body organ. Rearranger. You feel my danger. Nooner time. Welcome to the Nooner Show with Jay Dubs and Denise Brennan Nelson. We're broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit Studios in Rock and Royal Oak, Michigan. You can find us at podcastdetroit.com. What time is it? It's Nooner time. Somebody bring me a mirror. Happy day after election. Oh, big event, though, <laughs> that I wanted to talk about. What? Your birthday. How'd it go? <laughs> You're just going to skate right past that election, aren't you? <laughs> How was I'm, your birthday? I'm just so glad it's over. Um, my birthday was wonderful. What'd you do? Well, it was last Friday. Yep. And I went to Lansing. I uh, went to Rebecca's. Oh, what you awesome, do? Awesome, wonderful CEO. Yes. Um, she just spoils me rotten. She had her apartment all decorated with balloons. For your birthday? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I trained her well. What, what do you do I for I taught her well. What do you mean? What do you do for her? <laughs> well, the same. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, it's uh-huh. and my dad can vouch for this. Uh-huh. Birthdays are not one day in our family. Um, they're like a week slash month long I event. I know. Um, I don't have anything for you today. Sorry. You spoiled me too. Oh. But no, Becca had balloons and she had a big birthday, you know, Aww. sign up and she had mimosas. And, oh my gosh. Um, Rice Krispie treats with candles in them. And it was wonderful. We went Aww. shopping all day and then we went out to eat. Teresa, my sister Teresa met us and we had sushi and wow. just goofed off all day. Nice. You know, Good did what you, would, you wouldn't normally yeah. do on a Friday. So well, unless you're Denise Brennan Nelson, you probably <laughs> normally do that anyway. Unless you have great kids. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Rachel was going How to join nice. us, but she was sick. And uh-huh. I said, no, no, no. Don't want to yeah. get sick. So. And when is Rebecca's birthday? Hers is January 11th. Well, let's plan a big surprise party for her. <laughs> I hope she's not listening. <laughs> it's funny you say that because Hi. I told her she needed to take um, January 11th off. Oh, And I think it's a Wednesday. Her. Oh, you got to be kidding. Okay, she has to come in. Yeah, there we go. We have to introduce our CEO. The I know. public she, wants to know. Do you want to know what she says whenever I say come to the show? What? I'm not saying a word. Okay, that's fine. You don't have to say anything. <laughs> she knows you and I got that covered. Yeah, no kidding. What else did you do? Uh, well, Saturday, I went to Frederick Meyer Gardens in Grand Rapids. It's a sculpture oh. and it's a gorgeous place. Joe, have you been there? Yeah, I have actually. Oh, you need to I check have... it out. Now, that's also a concert venue, right? They have concerts. They yeah. have classes. They have camps, you know, a lot of field trip things, but it's... It's a sculpture park, so there's outdoor gardens, um, there's oh, indoor cool. gardens. Um, well, Dad, you went with me. Yes, and oh, I enjoyed it immensely. It's, wow. it's such a cool place. As a matter of fact, it's ranked in the top 100 most visited art museums in the world. Really? By Art Newspaper, which is a 
no reputable art, art newspaper. Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, one of my favorite singers uh, performs there every summer, Grace Potter. Oh. And it's sold out. It's impossible to get tickets. So. At, at the at yes. Meyer Gardens. Mm-hmm. Wow. There's a lot of events going on. I happen to look on their website and they have like, you know, Santa's coming and then they have reindeer and they have walks in the park. So and, what'd you do? What uh, why? They had a um, gift show. A holiday gift show. Okay. It was open to the public, which there's oh, a lot cool. of people that are members, but it was open yeah. to the public. And um, signed books all day for that's, four hours straight. But that's probably what, awesome. no, I'm, I'm right-handed. Oh. Well, my left shoulder's sore. Yeah, I noticed you're <laughs> holding on to your arm there. Yeah, well, I think I did too much raking or something like that. Mm. That's not your beer drinking <laughs> arm, is it? <laughs> is it? Smart ass. No. Uh, okay. No. All no, right. look at I can, my beer drinking arm. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's fine. still working. She went into that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, well, good anyway, for what you. about you? What'd you do? Uh, Happy birthday, anyway. Thank you. Um, Gosh, you know, I can never remember the weekends, so I'm sure I had fun. I just don't remember them. <laughs> Speaking of beer drinking, yeah, no, I don't drink beer. Is, you know that. Yours is a wine oh, drinking. Oh, gosh, yeah, arm. it's the wine drinking, but I Those seriously. bottles are too heavy. <laughs> no, I feel like I, what did I, honestly, I don't remember. Yeah, that's all right. You know what? Anymore, yeah. don't, isn't time just a. Well, and it's like I don't look back. I just keep. Go, yeah. Looking forward, I don't living you know, in the moment. You got it. You're good. Well, I'm I'm yeah, here in the moment. It. I'm so excited to be here. I am. Yeah. Truthfully- and I know you did. I'm sorry. I know you wanted to say something about the election. I didn't mean to cut you oh, off. Oh no, I'm glad you did. I'm oh. just glad that it's over, and yeah. mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we move on, and um, mm-hmm. hopefully, mm-hmm. things will be good. It's kind of like the the how I felt about the baseball season, the Cubs. And- right. You're glad it's over. Glad it's over. Time to move on. Now yeah. you were Although rooting I, for the Cubs. Yeah, I was rooting for the Cubs. So, and, and not 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 necessarily. You know, I I'm not a sports person. Right. I don't watch sports. But you just I, like to do whatever John. The opposite of whatever John yeah, is. Yeah, because John was for Cleveland. Right. Yeah, and we do that actually with everything in our right. house, politics included. <laughs> right. We're both on opposite divided sides. family. It is a divided family, and yet they're like. I'm surprised one of the, we're still together. I know, but yeah. you're one of the greatest families I know. Oh. You guys work together, and, and I mean, and when I mean work together, I don't mean literally work together. Yeah, I mean but, like right. Your relationship right. works together. Yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. that's fascinating. He's probably going no, <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah. We're divided. <laughs> um, divided. No, we but stand. seriously, he said to me the other day we were talking. We were talking after the Cubs won because I kept telling him the Cubs are going to win. They're going to win because uh, John Paul and John wanted Cleveland. I know nothing about baseball, and I only checked in to check the score, and I only bet $2.50. I don't know if that's illegal or not, but I wasn't going to bet any more than that. But um, the only reason why I wanted the Cubs to win is because I'm a huge Theo Epstein fan. You've talked about him. I think that's amazing. He's just a genius. That guy is brilliant. And just the fact of just he's so young, and um, but they call him the curse breaker just because of what he did with the Red Sox and, and then when he went to the Cubs. Well, now what he did with the Cubs. But, I mean, this he, he's so amazing. He's not a baseball player either. He's a statistician, right? Well, or- actually, he, he studied law. He graduated from Yale. And oh, um, big fat loser there. <laughs> I'm only but, saying that because my dad's here and he's yeah. a lawyer. <laughs> but oh, that's nice, Denise. Um, anyway, but what he he's a mastermind at recruiting talent, and he would study the trend of these and and be able to put together the right team. I mean, it's it's pretty brilliant. And well, they won. And they won. And it worked. It worked. This yeah. guy needs to run for president. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know what? Everybody's saying that. But you know what I was thinking? And I said this to my husband. Now, why can't, Why won't the Lions recruit him? I mean, that would be an interesting thing. Because he, he's not. it's not like he's a baseball player. He, he just studies you know, stats and trends and everything else. So why can't the Lions recruit him and see what happens? Hey. Wouldn't that be amazing? Lions won on Sunday, though. Did you watch that game? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was a good yeah, that, yeah, game. Yeah, that was a good game. But Jackie he... watched it, I'm sure. <laughs> no, but it was on. It's always on. Right. And John roots for them, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, good. Thank uh-huh. you, John. Yeah. <laughs> what? For the Lions? Well, you never know. Well, you were rooting for Cleveland, too, when I asked Well, you only it. because they're in our division. I and, think that might be why. They beat Tigers. Was. And uh-huh. uh, you know, but plus, yeah. the, plus their payroll is about half, so they don't have the power that Chicago does. Mm. Oh, you like the underdog? We know that, Dad. Yeah. You know, he, my dad knows more about baseball than. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crap! Uh, you were rooting for Cleveland. I was. Joe, who are you rooting oh, for? No. 
Cubs. Uh, the Cubs, of course. Because oh. he's, he's a Theo Epstein. You look like the type you, that yeah. would. Well, I just feel like you have to root for the Cubs yeah. unless you're from Cleveland. They were the lovable losers, weren't they? Right. Isn't that what they were called? The what? Lovable losers. Oh, that's a cute uh-huh. yeah, name. I want to be a lovable loser. <laughs> oh, don't worry. You are. <laughs> oh, it's just lovable kidding. loser? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, that's cute. All right. Hey, I just want to be lovable. I don't care if I'm a you loser. You are lovable. We all love oh, you, Denise. That's awesome. Well, oh, is it time? Is it, it time? Is time, time for time? our favorite okay. segment. Mm-hmm. I think we just like the suspense, so we, we do this back and forth talking so we can make our poor guests sit there and wonder when the heck we're going to yeah. get to that. Hey, look at what I have, though. I have my Nooner clipboard. I know that Megan just, Keck put yes. together for you. Thank you. Sweetheart that she is. I know. I well, saw you walk in with that. And I'm like, oh, oh she's using I it. I absolutely love it. Love it. Well, I, you know what I think is it almost funny? almost killed me to give it to you. Well, no, but you know what? You just gave it to me in what? Um, October. <laughs> and and I missed the show. I think this was a July show, the only show I missed. And you never mentioned it, never said I anything. Did. So now it's like I can't miss a show because you might get something and never say a word to me. Well, I okay. never used it. I kept it because I wanted to just look at how beautiful it was. And then finally, it's like, no, I know you weren't going to give it to me. I know who this belongs. Well, I did. Well, yeah, Don't I get a couple of good points for that? Yeah, because I saw it in your bag. And you I said, liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> I really can't. You- <laughs> <laughs> I wait, do love this, wait. though. I love this clipboard. Oh, is that so. the bus that just you. almost ran over me? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Megan uh, and Sue. All right. Okay. Let's all right. get it's our favorite time. on. Yep. It's the What's the Wish, What's the Way, and What's in the Way. The segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented and gutsy individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique interesting, and most of all, inspiring. Woo! Now, I know, Jackie, I just have to say this before I read my introduction, that I'm always giving you what for, for your long intros. I know. But uh, this next guest is so fascinating. He has so Can much... Can you th- just use the first page <laughs> and not the other three? So here we go. Yeah. Sarah Van Brethnosh said, the world needs dreamers and the world needs doers, but above all, the world needs dreamers who do. These words describe our guest, a dreamer and a doer. He is a recent graduate of Michigan State University, where he majored in political theory and constitutional democracy and minored in technology, environment, and public safety. Like many young graduates, Joe wanted to make a difference in the world, wants to make a difference in the world and the lives of others. He brought his diverse knowledge along with his passion, enthusiasm, and ideals to Detroit because, well, if you haven't heard, There is a lot going on in the D. Joe is employed as a stakeholder relations associate for Detroit Economic Growth Corporation, DEGC, a public-private partnership created by the city in 1978 to attract businesses to Detroit and help them flourish. It it has been responsible for supporting business in Detroit, from family-owned restaurants to the big three. They are also involved with the construction of the new Entertainment District and the Little Caesars Arena. Here to talk about life after college dream versus reality, finding a career you can sink your teeth in, into, and what's going on in Detroit, a dreamer that does, Joseph Walter Brennan. Woo! Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, wow. thanks for being here. You are, you know what, Joe, honestly, that quote is so you, a dreamer yeah. and a doer. Mm-hmm. You've Thank always you. been an old soul. I mean, I can remember you back when you were tiny, uh, and I should say, this is my nephew, mm-hmm. Um but you've always been an old soul. Thanks. So we just love having you here. And there's a lot we want to talk to you about. So let's start off with uh, you went off to college mm-hmm. and you had this idea of what you were going to do. Just yeah. tell everybody what you were thinking at that point. Like, well, you're in a junior and a, and a senior in high school and you're sure. going, what are you going to do? So uh, when I'm a junior and a senior in high school, uh, I'm really thinking about going to going to parties and getting high. <laughs> to be honest, well, that's like that, your Aunt Denise. That, that was, <laughs> She's the, still doing that. And your Aunt Jackie. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So those, those were my right, so priorities okay. at the time. Um, and, you know, on top of that, I was, I had, I had some um, uh, inclination to go to towards politics because of our Aunt Teresa as a judge, you know, um, uh, Grandpa Ralph here, he's, he's been a lawyer for a very long time. And, you know, we would always get into political conversations back and forth since I was 10. And, uh, so it, it's this, that, I guess that kind of, um, 
stirred in my heart a desire for uh, for public things, and uh, so I, you know, I guess I wasn't totally a a self centered, uh, you know, prick, but I, <laughs> I, I was. Uh, so I did have some redeeming qualities at the time, um, but. Uh, I chose to go to Michigan State because it was close. Um, the college that I went to, when I when I it was James Madison College. If any of you are interested in in political science, listening to this, I strongly recommend the college. Um, they have a uh, and just an excellent commitment to to academic excellence and uh, to challenging people. So I visited that college, and uh, they talked about um, this major called political theory. Now, can I just interrupt you yeah. for a minute? That's part of Michigan State, right? Yes. Okay. That's right. Okay. Yep. So it's a it's a college in Michigan State, and uh, it was just this place where <clears throat> they said, you know, it's it's a question. They we ask these questions: what 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 is the good life? Uh, what what does um, what does the political community aim towards? Uh, where what have been the philosophical and historical foundations of our of our country? And uh, at the time, I was asking a lot of questions just all across the board, spiritually, um, just broken up with my longtime girlfriend. So I was, you know, just really distraught. My support base, my family's gone. My friends are gone. So political theory um, and having the chance to grapple with some of these deep questions was what I needed at that time. So, were you were wow. you spiritual before all this happened? You know, I was a, I was a, I went to church until I was twelve, mm-hmm. and then I decided to call myself an atheist at the age of fifteen. 16. Oh, really? Yep. And I thought that, uh, yeah, I really did not like Christians. I really did not. Was that? Do you think that? I mean, was that? Sort of your age being rebellious or part of it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so when did that change again? So that would have been, so I got, I get to college, I'm asking the questions. Um, and, uh, I'm really, I, I got, I get really gripped by, um, well, I got interested in Buddhist philosophy, uh, cause I was, I was just in a lot of pain. I was really depressed. But but this is the interesting thing. So you were in a political mm-hmm. uh, college, yep. And and as you started asking those questions about mm-hmm. the so from a political view, is really I'm sure the answers they were looking for. Yeah, you ended up getting finding mm-hmm. spirituality. Like right. it just seems to yeah. Like there's a conflict. I, I I'm interested in what you said about you know when you got there and you visited and they were talking about asking questions like what is mm-hmm. the good life? Yeah. Did you find that odd in a political setting? <clears throat> yes, <laughs> I did. Uh, but it was done in such a way where we um, we didn't so much emphasize on the like the modern day like what's contemporary politics. We were studying thinkers like. Plato, Aristotle, um, and uh, those just having to grapple with those books um, with my peers, especially um, there would be late night hours where we'd just be up reading our books to each other, and and you know we would be just like, oh, isn't this amazing? Like this this argument, and you know, doesn't this define justice? And um, that it, is fascinating. Yeah. So it is fascinating, especially after this election. It's like I can't picture those candidates taking these classes. Can right? You? <laughs> Maybe they should have. <laughs> so you're you're taking these classes, and it's making you search for answers. Mm-hmm. Was there a moment or like a a period where you thought, "Wow, thank goodness I came here," and mm. and all this is happening? Yeah, I'd say throughout, I was very grateful, and I I was. I was given the grace to recognize that it was a unique experience. Um, and, you know, I should also mention that throughout this whole time, I'm still going out and getting drunk and, you know, slammed on the weekends and trying to, you know, find, find uh, you know, a, um, a pretty girl. And, you know, it's it, that was so it was it, I had this part of my life, which was asking questions. But then uh, this other part of my life, which. Later on, I understood it was very contradictory to that, you know, I had to choose, okay, mm-hmm. am I going to stay doing this stuff or am I going to really get deep and, and try, try to um, see my heart 
as it, as it really is. And, uh, um, so again, I was, I was not a saint. <laughs> no, Hey, that's, that's not what this is about anyway. Right. So, okay. So you get through college, you graduate mm-hmm. and in your mind, what were you thinking? Like, what were you planning on doing? I had no idea. I, when I was in middle school, I always, I always said, I want to get a job to provide for my bills so that I can write. Oh. And writing is still a dream, partially because of you and dad. You wow. Know, you, well, um, your dad is yeah. really good at that. And who's so. your dad? Martin Brennan. We get a shout out. Shout out to Marty boy. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so love interesting. You. Yeah, I know. I love him too. So you. We all love him. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> We're just one big happy family, yeah, aren't we? <laughs> <so> we are. <laughs> so you're thinking you want to write. Mm-hmm. And okay, so then take us, get, get us to, to where you yeah, are now. Sure. So I'm at college. I'm asking questions. Get, went, went and examined Buddhism and Eastern philosophy for a little bit, uh, partially because I, I thought that the church was discredited in this country um, based upon some of the stances it took. Um, as a quick aside, I think it's – anyway, I, I, won't, I won't bring up the election. Anyway, um, so I was examining those questions with Buddhism and uh, <clears throat> I got to this point where I was doing meditation – and um, I, I, the, the, when in Buddhism, the concept is like nirvana and it's like nothingness mm-hmm. and it's like trying to like release self. And because at the core of the universe, there's like there's supposed to be nothing. And um, I just got to this point where I was like, wait a second, something is better than nothing. And something must um, must be worth my time in pursuing and I want to know what that something is. And so I, I switched from Eastern philosophy to Western philosophy in that, in that, um, that moment and, uh, started to continue to search. I remember one day I was, um, I was driving to a dentist's office and I was was like, there's gotta be meaning. There's gotta be something more, uh, to life. And, uh, and I just don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. And I, my, the woman that was cleaning my teeth, her name was Rachel Zielinski. Uh, she's a dear friend of mine. I consider her to be a sister now. She, she just had a light about her. And uh, she was joyful. She was happy. She was peaceful. And she treated me with respect, and she barely knew me. And uh, I said, well, I got to get to know this girl. And so I did an uncharacteristic move and I wrote my number down on a slip of paper and gave it to her behind the desk. I said, hey, text me, call me. Let's get get some coffee. And uh, she texted. Thank God. <laughs> so very grateful for that day. And, so you uh, were still looking for a pretty girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, 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 that still hasn't changed. I'm still looking for a pretty girl. So don't, don't yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. Again, still not a saint. Yeah, no, that's all right. So you're going on this this path, this journey. You're looking for answers, the meaning of life. I mm-hmm. mean, very profound. And, it, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong. You know, at some point you realize that that's wonderful, mm-hmm. you know, and we all need to search for that and ask those questions. It's not about the answers. Often it is about the questions mm-hmm. and asking those questions. But at some point you realized, okay, how do you take all of this and meet it up with reality? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I mean, and you and you somehow, where, how, did, how did you get to Detroit? Because mm-hmm. that's where you are now. That's where you're living. That's where you're working. Right. So how did that all happen? Connect yeah. the dots for us. That's Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. And I, I guess I can't. <clears throat> so after I... Um, so to to go to go to to the Detroit, I came to uh, to Detroit um, because I knew that I needed discipleship, and because I um, I do believe in Jesus Christ, I do believe He's my Savior, um, and I and I know that there's a lot in my heart that needs to be worked out. So I I was trying to find a place where I could go and really just uh, wrestle. Um, with that and to, to learn and to grow. And I found this church in Detroit called Mac uh, Avenue Community Church. 
Um, <clears throat> and that, um, that place uh, just reflected the love of God and, and in a genuine way to me. Um, and it's a multiracial church. It sees itself as a place trying to um, reconcile the, the divisions between the black and the white communities in Detroit. And uh, it just really gripped me when I, when I saw that happening. And so uh, after I graduated, um, decided, you know, I don't have a job lined up. I don't know what's going on. Um, I've, I've heard a lot about Detroit. There's, there's some cool stuff going on down there. And, uh, yeah, let's give it a shot. Why not? <clears throat> so maybe that's the what's the dream, what's the wish thing. Right. What's the wish, what's the way. So yeah. you make your way to Detroit mm-hmm. and you're going to – Basically, share all this that you've, you know, that you feel you want to, you want to talk to people about mm-hmm. some of the things you've discovered and, yeah. and share the light, if you will. Yeah. And then you get a job with DEGC. Mm-hmm. How did that all happen? So, um, this is kind of a funny story, actually. I, I, the day, I, the day before I moved to Detroit, I had no idea where I was living and I did not have the, um, the like a a really concrete explanation of what the work I was going to be doing was. It was just like come to Detroit and be with our you know church for the summer. So I was like, hmm, okay, I would like some preparation. So I'm kind of going in into this without like very. I'm going into it with very little information. Um, and uh, you know, I get to this apartment and meet meet uh, my roommate Rod Miller and. Um, He's just a you know a first class dude and uh, um, a dear friend of mine now. Um, Wait, Rod Miller? Yep, Roderick Miller. Oh, he so he's the the yeah. CEO. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, so well, tell us. Well, how did you meet him? So he's my he was he's and he's still my roommate. But that was the person that I came and I st- and I lived with. And then over the course of the months, we had developed a friendship and. Um, I think I th- kind of think of it as a four long, month long interview, and then he, when I was looking for jobs in the area, he said, "Hey, you know, why don't you apply to the DGC and come work with me?" So he was a part of the church, and that's why mm-hmm. you. That's right. So oh, you, he was part of the church. Okay, that's right. So and and but he also worked with DEGC, mm-hmm. and he, well, tell us about the company. What yeah. does it stand for? So the DEGC, the Detroit Economic Growth Corporation is um, a public-private partnership, as Denise said. And it's got a number of um, responsibilities. Uh, one of them is to manage the city's properties, the real estate properties. Uh, so when developers are coming in and, and creating these projects, um, they're working with the staff of the DGC. Um, another one is business attraction. So they're trying to sell the city of Detroit to businesses, that this is a good place to come and work so we can bring jobs and investment to the city. Um, but we also uh, do a lot of work um, as of as of very recently with small businesses, trying to help entrepreneurs and um, native Detroiters really take ownership in uh, some of their dreams and their projects. And uh, the, the the catch line is from idea to open. So the DGC walks alongside these people, and yeah, it's 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 shown some amazing fruit. Mm-hmm. It you know what's it like living and working in Detroit? Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. I and you see everything yeah. that's going on. And what's your take on all that? I mean, we we have a lot of people on the show that talk about the revitalization of mm-hmm. Detroit and mm-hmm. um, you know sort of the rebirth and all the goals and all of that. How you know what's your take on that? Detroit's economic recovery is real, uh, and it's. It's, and it's happened pretty quick too. Yeah, I yeah. mean they they were out of bankruptcy in about a year, weren't they? Yeah, I mean they they finished the bankruptcy in 2014, and mm-hmm. uh, Dan Gilbert's been doing a lot of uh, a lot of investment, buying up properties. Um, yeah, it's 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 seen downtown has seen uh, uh, significant revitalization. However, uh, the neighborhoods um, still have yet to see. The, the the benefits of that, and I th- think that there is some, um, you know, if, if I'm if I'm a native Detroiter, and I've lived there for forty years, and my pension just got cut because of the bankruptcy, 
and uh, I see all these big buildings coming up downtown, and mm-hmm. um, you know people are talking about recovery. Well, what recovery? For who? Not for me. So, y- yes, it is. There is recovery, but uh, that there is still a long road to go. Right, There's but it has to start to somewhere, and it starts, you mm-hmm. know. Right. On the inside, and then there's a trickle effect, hopefully. Ideally, yeah. Right. Now, how do you take all, you know, how do you take your spirituality path and your career <clears throat> path and merge them together? That's a good question. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is a very good question. I wish I had an answer for it. Um, Are they? Uh, yes. Yes. I don't think you can, I don't think you can fully separate one from the other. Uh, you know, our, our work life, you know, filters into our spiritual life and our spiritual life filters into our work life. I can't picture you going into politics at all. That, as I'm listening to you, it's, it's almost like I picture you uh, ministering a church eventually or something <laughs> like that, you know? Maybe. So do you see yourself going into politics at all? Maybe. Maybe? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Okay. I, I, uh, I would really have to, would really have to. I would have to be pushed into it, probably. Um, but you're open. Yeah. I mean, you're very young. Yeah. And, you know, a couple questions that, that, that come to mind. How different do you feel your ideas of the world are now compared to when you were, let's say, a senior in high school? Ooh, night and day. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Night what would day. you tell ju- uh, juniors and seniors in high school yeah. right now that are, that are looking at colleges and mm-hmm. and career paths and things like that? How do you decide what you're going to do the rest of your life? Yeah, I would say slow down. Oh, I would say slow down. You don't have to have all the answers at once. Don't put unneeded pressure on yourself. Um, don't and and, and a, a truly examine um, why it is you're doing what you're doing, and don't. Don't just go along with something because the world says it's good or it's, it's, uh, um, you know, it's, it's, yeah, don't, don't just, don't just follow the crowd. Well, and it takes a long time. I mean, you know, it's, it's like we were talking about before the show started the the quote from Mark Twain is the two most important days of your life Mm -hmm. are when you're born and when you figure out why, what your purpose is. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that doesn't happen right away. Exactly. Exactly. For most people. Are, are no. you? Have you figured out why yet? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> what kind of questions do you still have? Ooh. You know. Uh, yeah, that's big. I know it is. Maybe um, it's not fair to ask that, but you know, you said earlier that you know, like, there's got to be more. Mm-hmm. What kind of questions do I still have? Are there aliens? Does Bigfoot exist? What about the Loch Ness Monster? Um, Denise could be considered an alien sometime. Look at her glasses here. I do like those glasses, though. Backaboo. Thank yep. you. So what, what other kind of questions? I'm really interested about the future of this country. I really, um, I'm really concerned about a lot of different things. Uh, I'm really... Technology questions of technology fascinate me. My, Which was your minor? Yep. Um, so, like, what kind of questions about technology? When are we going to say that, or when when are we going to have a like an honest discussion as a as a society and say, okay, just because we can do it doesn't mean we should do it, mm. and to say to to try to figure out how. We can make the machines serve us rather than serving the machines. Good. Can I give up Facebook? <laughs> yes. Denise, yes, you don't can. use Facebook. I do, too. No, but it is interesting, that question, um, because doesn't it always go back to when money does not become the most powerful thing or the thing when that money, we think has, yeah. you know, I mean, the, the question that you were asking about technology, everything goes back to money. Money. Mm-hmm. And we do so much for money. I mean, money right. money exactly. controls us as yep. opposed to right. us controlling money. That's right. right? Exactly. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, but, would, that would change a lot of things. Yes, it would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's and, you know, even now, like I get I got a I got a paycheck now. So, it's mm-hmm. you know, I got a little little more spending, uh, you know, power. What's that and, like? Oh, it's 
it's uh, the best and the worst thing. <laughs> and, uh, Why is it the worst? Because uh, it's never enough. <laughs> well, yeah, there you know you you wet your appetite a little bit, and you're like, okay, I could get used to this. Mm-hmm. And um, but uh, there's a there's a verse in the book of Matthew, uh, chapter six, that I really really need to meditate on because I don't understand it, but I want to. Um, so that's that may be what a is question. it? Tell yeah. me. Gosh, I'm on the edge of my um, seat. It's uh, it's just Christ talking to. It's on the Sermon on the Mount, and uh, <clears throat> he he says to the crowd, um, you know, why do you worry about uh, what you're going to eat or what you're going to drink? Uh, don't you know that uh, the, the pagans search after all those things? You know, but your heavenly Father knows that you need all of these things. And then he goes on to say, seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added to you. And um, you know, this summer, I th- I think that I was doing an okay job with that. You know, mm-hmm. I was putting Christ first, and uh, God said, "Okay, now you can get." Then I'm going to provide you a job, and He did. But now the temptation is not to worship the blessing. You got to worship the giver. You know, He's He's the one that gave gave me this. And and uh, not get caught up in the money, but yeah, how, exactly. right? But who gave it to you? Exactly. Wow, huh? That's really that's definitely something to think about. Mm-hmm. We could probably all do a little more of that. What are you looking you at know? me for? <laughs> <laughs> just, yes, and in the meantime, Grandpa's been really, really quiet. Joe, have yeah. you ever yeah. heard him? No, no. I, let me let me rephrase it. Have you ever? Yeah, because we're not hearing him, but he's never that quiet. Did certainly you're you're thinking of well, something. Well, so let me just ask you something about that statement that you just made. I mean, do you think that there's what's your opinion of money, I guess? Hmm. Um, I don't think it's evil in itself. Okay. I think the that uh human beings we we misuse it. Mm-hmm. But it's a powerful tool in the in the right hands. Right. You know? I mean, right. you can use money for for great great ends. Right. And uh there are a lot of great people doing wonderful things and mm-hmm. I'm sure you've had a few of them on your show. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Weekly, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Hmm. Wow. So what? what's your, like, what do you see yourself in five or ten years? Or are you trying not to think that far ahead and live in the moment, as we talked mm-hmm. about earlier, mm-hmm. and just appreciate what you're getting as you're getting it mm-hmm. and using it wisely and all of that? Yeah. Do you have a, I mean, maybe it's maybe five, ten years is too far down the road, but mm-hmm. in a year. In a year. Uh, I'd, I'd love to still be in Detroit uh, working with um, my church, uh, serving in any way that I can. Um, you know, I hope that I will have a better handle on my job. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still very green in, in what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I hope, uh, you know, by then I'll have some experience and have seen some of the fruits of that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'll, I'll, I will still be in Detroit. I, I don't think that there's much that could be dragging me away from oh, Detroit. Really? Did college prepare you for, um, not to blame it on college mm-hmm. or to give college credit, but did it prepare you for what you're doing now? Mm. Or are you learning more in the school of hard knocks? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those um, are the best lessons. I know. You're right. Yeah. Could you do what you're doing now had you not gone to college? I think it's less I, – I would say – let me say probably not, but let me also qualify that. Um, it's not – I don't think it's so much about what uh, you know as it is who you are. And if, if, you're, if your heart's in the right position, you'll, you'll, learn, you'll learn it. I mean, you, you will do the job. And it's not about what you know, but about what you do with what you know, too. Yeah, I right, mean, exa- yeah exactly. Right. So. Good point, Jackie. So. Hmm. hmm. Okay. This is interesting. This isn't how I thought this was going to go. You know? <laughs> is that why you're so quiet? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah, because all my, my questions here. No, it's fascinating, though, because um, you are serving with what you're doing, actually. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you're, um, you're putting people together and you're putting opportunities together. And it seems like mm-hmm. you really do it from your heart. Um, it's not about Thank the you. money for you. Thank you. What, that's pretty amazing. I think it is. What What's the biggest obstacle you've had to overcome so far? And again, I know wow. you're young and you just yeah. got in this mm-hmm. job. 
Yeah. And even listening to you, um, yeah. hmm. I have an idea of what it might have been. But I'm going to ask you that question. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, I think I think it's combinations and things. Uh, right now, it's uh, it's I think it's a matter of hope. I think that just like placing my hope in God and not uh, letting the things of you know the election and the, the mm-hmm. war, you know, not letting that drag me down. I think right now that's my biggest challenge. Um, before, uh, <clears throat> hmm, that's a good question. What gives you hope besides God? Hmm. I children. Oh, children. Give Would you me like hope. to work with children more? Yeah, and I, I think I think I do. Um, I love I love nature. Nature is awesome, <laughs> mm. and uh, like birds, yeah. like. Like bird songs, stuff like that. What, what kind of writer do you want to be? Hmm. What would you write about? Yeah, I, I'd write about people. I think just their stories and oh. uh, how they over. You know what you guys are doing. You know, <laughs> well, come you, on. Did you want to interview us? <laughs> yeah, right. Sure. I, you guys, you guys are my model now. <laughs> well, you so. yeah. It's well, nice we're somebody's model. That's we might awesome. we might license our what's the wish, what's yeah, the way exactly. out to you come know on, for a small fee. So yes, what? it's about money for her, <laughs> oh, not about no, God. She didn't say no. anything about God. <laughs> it's no, okay. Yeah. No. What's what is your wish? Yeah. What is my wish? You know, dream goal. I mean, we use the word wish, but what is it? What is in your heart that you really hope for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think I'd say two things. One would be that I, I can, in some meaningful way, uh, work to achieve racial and economic um, healing in Detroit. Um, and the second thing is, I want to write a book. <laughs> Very good. I, I want to. I want to write a book for uh, for young kids, and I want it to be kind of like Lord of the Rings. I love Star oh, Wars. Wow. And Lord of the Joe, Rings. Joe, that's so you. Yeah. So even wanna... as a little kid, you were kind of, you know, uh, pulled into that yeah. fantasy world, oh. right? Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So oh wow! I so really how many times have that. you read um, Harry Potter? Harry Potter. There was a period where I read those books. <laughs> <laughs> again and again, like five times. I Rebecca. just went one wow. to seven. Yeah, she read, she introduced me to him. I think she still loves them. Rocky's yeah. like that too. Yeah, we used to have to buy her every movie that came wow. out. Harry Potter. Are this you writing now? Effect. A little bit. You know, it's more journaling. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's um, right. good. Yeah, I, I not as much as I would like. Oh, I mean, I <clears throat> I I really I really do need to start again. I'd, get up I'd be early. interested in talking to you, Denise. You need honestly. to get up early every yeah. day and write. I yeah. mean, and that's it's you know sounds simple, but yeah, setting that alarm clock right. a half an hour before you have to go off to your day sure. job, and just writing, you know. Yeah. Huh. Wow. So what what else do you see happening in Detroit as far as what your <coughs> company's involved with? Yeah. Um, I see that Detroit can position itself. I mean, the, the world's changing really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so is the economy. Um, you know, you th- look at things like Uber, uh, or Lyft and all this, these, these cars, um, these ways of getting around ride sharing. And, um, I think that it, it Detroit is in an op- is in a position to, um, to frame itself as a place for young uh, entrepreneurs and, and doers and, and thinkers to come into this open space and uh, to create new new ideas to propel to propel us forward, um, and so I see I think I've seen a little bit of that happening, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, Detroit's just so it's so. I've heard it said. I had a friend who lived in Colorado. He's like, <clears throat> you know, I used to live in the the West. Colorado, but not any move to Detroit. Now I live in the Wild West. Oh wow! And I think that's true in two senses. One, you know, mm-hmm. the law, you know, the legal system and the the police policing isn't as good as it should be. But also, there's a whole lot of opportunity in Detroit uh, for people to come in and do really good work. And there's a lot of that going on from all the articles I've read. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you? Okay, so that's great. You you bring in a lot of new people and a lot of young entrepreneurial. Um, people that have good jobs and all that, but how do you take care of those in the city Absolutely. that 
are less fortunate or, or I'll just say it that are poor <laughs> or don't have the, that kind of income to pay $2,000. Or the opportunity, right, because the real to, estate's not cheap. No. I no. mean, I just heard of someone that Well, is, in Detroit, it is, but the car insurance is not cheap. Sorry. That's mm-hmm. what I was going to say. You, did, you didn't just have to look at car insurance, did you, Joe? <laughs> oh, I did. And why I would did. that be, Joe? <laughs> did Joe get a new car? Oh, no. no we I, won't go there. I just said that oh. for Martin and Jane. Oh. <laughs> hey, Love you, hey, honey. You know what? That's a question I want to ask you. What sure. is the, what's the best thing you learned from your parents and your grandparents? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a really good question. Well, hey, listen, at least you didn't say your aunt. <laughs> no. That would be, that, Denise, that would take a while. That to, will be next, baby yeah, case. Sure. Denise, no. your, your joy. It is, is is incredible. I, I, every, every time. Every time. That's awesome. I, I just met you, The $20 bill is under the table. Yeah. <laughs> He's not about money. Didn't you hear anything? <laughs> oh, come on. Anybody can be bought. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Wow. Yeah. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. No, but okay. seriously, does, yeah. is there something that comes to mind? Like, yeah. what, you know, what you're taking into your life now from your parents and your grandparents? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, love. Oh, mm. I guess that's that's easy. I I was given so much as a kid, you know, having the family. I had both my grandparents being around, both sides of the family being around. Um, my parents stayed together. I mean, yeah. they weren't mm-hmm. divorced. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's huge. Um, they still like each other. Yeah, they still. They, you know, I aspire to have a marriage like theirs someday. Oh, nice. And um, you know, that's uh, yeah. They they just. You know, and they'll say they they weren't perfect, but mm-hmm. they uh, they they loved us. And um, you know, I I think I you know now I'm in a place where I don't see the family structure as um, as central, uh, and I don't see kids being loved on in the ways that I was loved on. Um, and that's that's hard uh, to to see, but it's also um, convicting because it's like, well, I think I was given so that I can give, you know, right to those That's that are awesome. given a lot, much is yeah. expected, yeah, and exactly. well, and you know what I like? I like the fact that, and not that there's anything wrong with going to other places in the world to help, but I think it's cool that you stayed home, mm-hmm. and right. you know, in Michigan, yeah, in, in Michigan, mm-hmm. and you know, you're applying, you're giving your love here instead of taking it somewhere else, yeah. Right. And, and yeah, that's a good point. What do you do for fun? Yeah. <laughs> what do I do for fun? I love reading. I love reading. I love playing piano. Is there anything great you're reading right now? Um, there you will be. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I just, I just finished a book by David McCullough called 1776 um, about the American revolution. Wow. Um, and, uh, is that is that your definition of fun? I'm just curious. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. It's okay. That's yeah, cool. I just good. can't imagine. We, we might have to have Joe back a few shows. I know. <laughs> we'll yeah. show him what fun is. Yeah, I know. I he's he's yeah. still drinking water. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll have a beer. You just need to give me some food too. Yeah, there you I'm go. A, there I'm you a go. terrible lightweight, Jack, Jackie. That's the okay. Problem. I have been dying to ask you this the entire yeah. show, and ho- Jackie's going to be giving me the signal pretty soon. They're out of time because she's always doing that. But what happened on your head here? Oh, okay. So <laughs> I'm sitting across yeah. from Joe. For the, you can't see us, but he's got well, a, go- a goose egg, yeah. right? A big yeah. old goose egg on his forehead. Yeah. There well, is there if it's not a funny story or a good story, don't tell us. But that's okay. I mean, it's just acne, honestly. I, I, Denise. It's a, it's a <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. You told me it was a funny story. Did I? Yes. When did I say that? Doesn't it look like somebody hit him? <laughs> no, it, actually, I was walking it's down the street the other day and someone just pummeled me out of the... No. No. Oh, Joe, what am I going to do with so, you? So are you still roommates with your boss then? Yeah, I am. And wow. how many instruments you told us before the show went on? He plays how many instruments? 13 instruments. Does Rod, really? Tell me if that's correct. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, he does. And he's 13? Uh, like what? Three, intru- uh, three languages too. 13. Wow. Um, Can we get him on the show too? Yeah. Well, yeah. Seriously? Probably could. Okay, talk um, to him. It might, it might be. Because like uh, he moved here yeah. from New Orleans, right? That's right. Okay, yeah, let's oh, get him on the show. Well, he, he learned all he's those got, He's got a really good story. He's really? Got a good story. Yeah. Okay, we have to oh, get him. We have him. to have him on. Yeah. yeah. 
So do. does he play? I mean, does he play him like on a daily basis? He's playing piano this morning. Really? Wow! Yeah. And you play the piano? I do. Do you guys go out and perform at all? Or well, yeah, we. Uh, I mean, we haven't gone out and performed, but we'll play together. Mm-hmm. Last night after the election was over, we we were playing some the blues, some hymns, <laughs> yeah, the blues. Yeah. Are you playing the blues for, for sure? <laughs> Actually, Detroit has a huge jazz band scene. Or jazz oh, yeah. Scene, like Absolutely. I, so, mm-hmm. Hey, are you familiar with a, a venue called Nancy Whiskey? Nancy? No, I'm In not. Detroit? No. No? Okay. We're not going to go there because I just learned about it and I don't know. But apparently it's like this hidden gem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. in Detroit where like they have open mic. And I, I guess like a lot of the uh, famous musicians that when they come into Detroit will pop in there and oh wow yeah it's like really? this hidden gem in Detroit Joe mm-hmm. there you go see that's the kind of stuff I want to do for fun yeah love, hey you know what else I do I, I I love to hike I love getting out there my my parents just bought me a a backpack like a good hiking back and a good tent and uh, I love going outdoors and if I if I could just an ideal weekend for me would be going out and um, on some trail in, in nature, you know, and, uh, just taking a few books and, and, you know, wow. camping out. Wow. That sounds like fun. Now, Rachel, the dentist, the dental hygienist, yeah, Rachel. is she still in your life? <laughs> uh, she's in Washington. You brought her uh, up. I did. You're right. You're right. She, she's in, uh, she's in Washington right now. She's teaching. Um, part of the reason I want to go to the West coast is a visitor. Uh-huh. I'm going to go, uh, to the monastery, Grandpa, and then we're gonna. I'm gonna hook up to to Washington and Oregon, visit my aunt. Oh yeah, uh, who's over there? Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, you know, we talk from time to time. But um, she's a, she's a really really dear friend. And you see yourself getting married and having kids down the road? Oh or? yeah. I mean, I hope God willing, you know. Right. But I I definitely I definitely want to. Uh, the, I, I you know because my godfather is a monk, you know. Um, and I've always admired Uncle Don. Him. Oh yeah. I know. I've always admired Uncle Don. Coolest dude in the world. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I, I toyed with the idea of being, um, celibate and, you know, just serving God and, um, how long that last? Yeah, not long. <laughs> Until he met not Rachel. Not long. Mm-hmm. I know whose son you are, honey. Yeah, right. Wow. right. Yeah. That's right. So yeah, no, I can't do it. <laughs> That's okay. That doesn't mean you can't keep serving God and right. Right. You know, Absolutely. serving other people. That's right. So. Absolutely. Wow. Interesting. Hmm. So what, I mean, anything else that you're thinking, it would, give me, give me a great question. Great question. Um, that, that for you, you think we should all be asking ourselves on Ooh. a, on a daily, weekly basis, let's say. <clears throat> a great question to be asking ourselves. Because I really do think that, that, you know, mm-hmm. who can I love today? Wow. Oh, Joe, I love that. Who can I love today? Hmm. Come here, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to write your name down. Too, and I crossed it off with the Renmark. Nope, not today. You're we'll not acting very day. excited about that. <laughs> no, I'm that, kidding. I love that, Joe. Yeah. Who can well, I just love that today? you even start off thinking that way. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. a positive way to start every day. Yeah. Who can I love you today? Seem, and maybe this is because of your spirituality, even though, I mean, you are young. But you really do seem very um, like grounded. Like there probably isn't too much that rattles you, is there? Mm. Um, I th- I think if uh, somebody walked in this room right now with a pistol, I'd be scared. <laughs> well, I'd, yeah. I'd be terrified, uh-huh. actually. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, for example, like the the stresses of working and the challenges. Um, yeah. You seem to have it all in perspective, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Well, Jackie, I wish I had it all together, but I don't. And I appreciate that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, 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 my faith is the most important part about me. And, you know, I, I, can, I can rest knowing that Christ paid my debt and, you know, that he, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be with him. Wow, so, that is just that's amazing. amazing. You know, one thing I, I didn't ask you, and I was thinking about it earlier, but— I'm always intrigued what, you know, when people have a job, what they do every day. So on a day-to-day basis, mm-hmm. I know that, the that you know, what you're doing is to attract new businesses and, you know, uh, work with bu- existing businesses. But on a day-to-day basis, can you give our listeners a little bit of a inside of what you do every day? At the office? Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> my... Uh my first responsibility getting getting in is just to check my emails and check my boss's emails. 
um, to make sure there's, you know, no red flags or, you know, no fires to put out. And then making our list of priorities, I can kind of divide up my work into two categories. One would be uh, communication. So um, contacting the stakeholders that uh, we need to be meeting with and, and talking to about coming alongside the DGC. And so that, that takes a lot of my time. And then I'll, I'm also working on some materials uh, to hand out to these stakeholders. So we, we need some, you know, we need some ammo, you know, mm-hmm. so to speak. And uh, I, I've been working on some documents, researching the history of the DGC, history of Detroit, um, in, in an effort to say, hey, a dollar you spend in us is a dollar well spent. And it's going to go a long way. And, uh, we, you know, we think we're worth your time. Mm-hmm. So that those are the two two things that I so I it's do. it's I mean it's sales in a yeah, way yeah mm-hmm. a, yeah exactly and you're selling Detroit well right. the DGC is selling Detroit but I'm selling the DGC oh got it okay interesting now is your boss just out of curiosity as spiritual as you are he is yes okay. he's a, he's a he's a um, a, a believer uh, a very dear friend brother um, you know. He he plays church, uh, play plays piano at our church, and um, you know one of the reasons I think we're we're able to gel is because he, you know, has such a, a deep faith in in Jesus, and um, he's uh, yeah, he's been an incredible mentor to me. Wow! So, Dad, I have to give you at least one question. <laughs> We've take the duct tape tape off, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> And now let, put it on Denise. Yeah. <laughs> let Grandpa talk. <laughs> is there something you've been listening to this this whole time, and you've got to be just bursting? Yeah. What do you with, What do you think? I mean, this oh, is. I, I'm very impressed, uh, and I, yeah. I salute and commend all three of you because uh, we don't come into programs like this. Uh, and uh, the twenty for you is underneath the well, table. <laughs> Joe, Joey's comments about uh, and and the other two of you about the fact that we've reached a point where money is our really our only value, mm-hmm. and Joey hit upon a point that's very important to me: speed. Speed may be the greatest enemy we face, and I don't just mean that on the roadways, but humans aren't meant to be the products of speed. Mm. And I really appreciated that. And uh, I really don't have any questions. Uh, I've listened uh, with great attention. And like I say, I, I'm glad I'm here. It's been a great experience. The three of you are gifts. Aww. Well, thank Thanks, you. Grandpa. Now, have you, have you heard him say the stuff he said today before? I mean, have you guys had well, I, these types I've of always, conversations? I've always appreciated. Oh, yes. I've always appreciated uh, joy. He is unique, mm-hmm. uh, we, as we all are, but mm-hmm. he has some special gifts. Right. Uh, and especially they're notable in the society we live in because we're all about competition. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm an old man now, and I've been as competitive as anybody, unfortunately. But I do believe that the wise philosophers who have noted that maybe competition is a form of hatred ultimately, that mm. it's not it's – not co- Competition that's important. It's cooperation, and they are antithetical. Joy, to his great everlasting credit, has manifested knowledge of that great principle, uh, and I have taken advantage of what he obviously understands from his youth. That it's taken me seventy-five, eighty years on the planet to appreciate. Wow. I'm sorry. I. I, I should keep the tape on my lips. Oh, no. Oh, no, that was, no, that was beautiful. I say we go an extra an hour and just let him talk <laughs> yeah. the whole time. <laughs> that's that's that, a program that I want to hear. Oh, really? Right. We, that's what we should, yeah. Wow. Yeah. One, especially being that um, he was an attorney. What an interesting, mm-hmm. right? you know, yeah. Well, way to look back. I mean, because the being an attorney, you're, you are competitive. Oh, you absolutely. Got, well, and win. it runs in our family. Yeah. Um, just ask all my friends and... We're all, we are well in your side of the family as well. We are yeah. all very competitive. But oh yeah, yeah. That's a great point, Dad. You know, cooperation is more important than yeah. being competitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? And in lieu of the um, election yesterday, we should probably end on that note. The competition is over. Right. Yes. Let's bring on the yes. cooperation. Yeah. Oh, good ending. That's so good. Give me wow, five, Sister. That Jack. was good. <laughs> 
Oh, gosh. So, great, great interview today. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Yeah. You know, Thank you, you. You, you, make, you actually make me slow down a little bit. And <laughs> no, I'm think, and I, I wrote that down big. Who can I love today? I mean, mm-hmm. that's, you know, there's a lot of people out there that need a lot more love. Definitely so, very, very thought provoking. Very thought provoking. You know? So, so thank you. Thank, thank you for you taking guys. the time. Thanks for and sharing I'd all that. I'd love to follow up in a couple of years and see where for you're sure. at. Uh, because I'm going to come to the church that you're going to yeah. eventually be speaking oh, at. Right. Because <laughs> I know you're going to be running a church. Yeah. Oh. You won't ask for any money, will you? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> I'm teasing. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, we have to do fortune cookies. We do have okay. to do fortune they're cookies. Just because they're so lighthearted and yes. you know, whimsical mm-hmm. after that yes. w- great deep conversation. All right. Okay, let's see. No, no, no. no. This one's pointing to you. Okay. So yeah, we have a system gotcha. show. Oh, okay. Apparently, you don't listen to the show. No. <laughs> wow. I'm teasing again. Gosh. But it's broken. I see okay. mine right there. No, this one was yours. Okay. Oh, you want that one? Yeah. All right. I think so. All right. Take this one. So we okay. go around. Okay. Joe, you get your fortune out. Excellent. And. Maybe instead of in bed at the end, we should add in church. <laughs> Amen to that. Oh, uh, well, I'll tell you what, though. Be, while we're doing this, everybody's opening up. Next week, we have Eric Patrick Thomas and some of the people from D-Man. That's going to be a great show. Um, yeah, it's going to be a great show. And he he has an inspiring story, um, mm. everything he's gone through. So that's going to yeah. be a really good yeah, story. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah. All right, wonderful. So, Joe, you read your fortune first. Okay. Happy news is it on its way to you. Wow. Mm. Dad, what's yours? Your future will be happy and productive. Oh. Mm. My I love wait wait till you hear mine. Oh no. You'll get more secure and confident in your relationships with coworkers. Mm. I'm wow. pretty confident and secure with you now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> okay. Uh, mine is your will take a it says your will. No, you will take a pleasant journey to a place far away. Oh, don't stay. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> Italy. You're going Go to ahead. Italy. No, I'm not. Uh, it says you will soon receive an offer you cannot refuse. Wow. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Wow. All right. Well, so we're going to close the, the show today with um, a song that I thought would be appropriate. It might be a little bit more rock and roll than what um, oh but it's okay okay hey, it's gonna be detroit i love rock detroit roll. <laughs> rock city we thought oh yes okay yeah. oh good in yeah in honor of you in Thank honor you. of you joe and we want to leave you with this remember sometimes your only available transportation is the leap of faith thanks mm. for taking the leap of faith joe yes happy Thank one he's taking them
rock.